Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie, and today I am joined by Stephanie Sims, and she has her own podcast. It's called Legacy Through Motherhood. You're going to love it. And she's here to talk with us today about the difference between self-sacrifice and self-denial. And she really believes there's a significant difference, and one of them is biblical and the other one is unhealthy for us as mamas. So I know each of us feel like we're pouring ourselves out each day and rightly so. We should be. We are. It's what God has called us to but we were also meant to take care of ourselves and I had an episode about that recently. So I really believe that Stephanie is going to change your mindset about using words in a particular way and being careful how we use our words and being mindful of how we are either denying or sacrificing, you're going to find out which term she likes better. And I just was so blown away. It was really interesting. I never thought of it this way. I think you're going to really be inspired and I hope it encourages you to take action and take care of yourself, mama friend because you are worth it and your health and sanity matter. And I see you, mama. I'm right in this with you. So enjoy this lovely conversation I had with Stephanie Sims. Hey, Stephanie, welcome to the podcast. I love talking to other Stephanies. Yes, (laughs) thank you for having me. (laughs) You're welcome. Yes, I'm excited to talk to another lovely podcaster, Mama. And so you have the podcast Legacy Through Motherhood. Today, we're going to dive into the difference between self-sacrifice and self-denial. I think this is going to be a really good one for all the mamas out there. And any woman that struggles with giving of herself and still taking care of herself, it's kind of a hard balance. So let's start with um, everybody. Stephanie Sims is the podcast host and and I want to know about your mission. So what's the mission behind your podcast, Legacy Through Motherhood? And what does your life look like right now? Yeah, so Legacy Through Motherhood was kind of born out of this heart that I have for just generational change. And so we talk about five main topics. We talk about faith, finances, marriage, mindset, and health. And so those are kind of the big five areas mm-hmm. that kind of just are completely intertwined. And I feel like I knew and followed moms, um, you know, with podcasts, whatever else that would talk about maybe one of those areas where it might be like, this one talks about finances and this one talks about marriage and this one talks about whatever, but I'm like, man, I just want this all in one spot. And so, um, and I'm also not somebody who can like really hone in on one thing. I'm like two all over the place anyways. And so I'm like, okay, these are the things because our finances touch our marriage, touch our, you know, mindset, like all kinds of stuff. And so I've just kind of worked that in to my business. And the main question that I answer in my business is this, if you did not grow up, like, or if you grew up with in poverty and financial devastation, how do you then build wealth as an adult? Or if you broke up or if you grew up with like relational brokenness and divorce all around you, how then do you have a strong marriage as an adult? And so it's this breaking chains. It's this tearing down strongholds. It's these hard conversations. Um, And so that is really what the passion is behind my business. And right now we have um, four baby boys. My husband and I have been together for 15 years. We started dating when I was 16. 
We have four baby boys right now, two, four, six, and eight. And we actually have one on the way. We just found out. Wow. Oh, congrats. Wow. You are a busy mama. Yes, it's a little crazy. So, but I'm I'm loving every minute of it. So that's kind of my business and my life right now in a nutshell. That's awesome. Okay, so let's talk about these two words. So when you came to me and said, I want to talk about self-sacrifice versus self-denial, I was super interested and I was really excited because I knew that the moms who listen, the women who listen to this podcast, it's going to speak to them. So how are these terms different? And can you give us mamas some practical examples of what self-sacrifice looks like versus what self-denial looks like? Sure. So Luke 9.23 says, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up the cross, their cross daily and follow me, right? And so I think a lot of times we hear just like the buzzwords, I guess, in the Christian circle, in the whatever church circle that we have to deny ourselves, right? Like you have to deny yourself. You have to deny yourself and not Mm -hmm. in the sense of like completely, um, you know, like being a monk where you completely go to extreme self-denial where you, you know, don't give anything to yourself, but it's this sense of disassociating yourself from, you know, like your own self-interest in order to serve a higher purpose, in order to fulfill kind of your mission or whatever that God has put on your heart in this world. And so the problem is, (laughs) is that I feel like in this hot mess culture, and I'm sure that you have seen it, what do we do as moms? We are like running on fumes. We Mm -hmm. are your half eaten peanut butter and jelly is our meal for the day. We haven't showered. And if we do, it's like hashtagging self-care around it. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. We are like running ourselves ragged. We're not sleeping. We're not okay to ask for help. Like it used to be that we legitimately had a village around us to help us. And we don't have that anymore. And so we are running ourselves into the ground. And at least in my circles, they may not use the words like self-denial, but that's kind of what it is. Like, well, this is motherhood, right? Mm -hmm. And for me, I just had this like epiphany one day, like that is not what God is asking us to do, right? Like there is a difference between self-denial for the sake of Christ and self-sacrifice where you're basically laying yourself down on an altar. And so here's the way that I kind of differentiate the two. So denying yourself, which is what we are called to do biblically, is actively choosing not to have or do something in order to make room for God's kingdom to be grown in and through your life. And I'll talk about, I'll give you an example in just a second, where sacrificing yourself is to like physically, mentally, or emotionally like die off or withhold a basic need that inhibits you from fulfilling God's purpose in your life. And so that's a big distinction that needs to be made because when we are living off of peanut butter and jelly and we are living off of no sleep, um, no shower, we feel like a shell of ourselves. We are sacrificing ourselves and we have nothing left to give, right? Mm -hmm. And when we're doing ourselves, that is different. And so, for example, we are foster parents. And so when we signed up for orphan care, we are denying ourselves for the sake of the gospel in the sense that we are, I am denying my privacy. We have caseworkers at our house all the time. I am denying the fact that like my schedule is not my own because we have to go visit bi- biological parents. We have visits. 
you know, sometimes four hours on a Friday, that's what we're doing. Um, I'm denying sleep. Uh, last fall, we literally took in three babies. I had six kids under five <laughs> Wow! <laughs> because they just needed a space. Like I denied myself sleep. One was a withdrawing newborn. You know what I mean? Like denying myself was a choice for the sake of those kids and for the sake of foster care. To me, that's biblical and not everybody's mm-hmm. foster care, whatever your thing is. Self-sacrifice looks like not freaking giving yourself a minute to, or not eating or whatever else for the sake of motherhood. Does that make sense how there's a difference there? Yes. Yeah. Not eating for the sake of motherhood. And I think a lot of us are guilty of that at one point or another, and we notice the effects. So the interesting part about that is, let's say I don't fuel myself properly and I feel like I'm sacrificing for my kids so that they can eat and I can make sure they get what they need and they sleep on the right time and then they get this fun activity and we do this cool play date. But then what about me if I'm not eating If I don't get fueled, you know, fuel my body, I can't be a good mom. I can't be kind and calm and the kind of mom I want to be. I'm hungry. I'm snappy. My blood sugar's gone low and I don't have the energy I want to have. So I think it's interesting when we think past just that one moment of like, okay, I don't have time to make myself a meal But then when you don't think about the repercussions of that sacrifice, that makes so much sense. Whereas denying yourself is like, okay, I know if I have another baby, I'm going to deny myself sleep and I'm going to deny myself, you know, I'm pregnant right now. I, I, um, I'm 19 weeks right now. And so, yeah. And so I know that having this third little one, like I'm going to lose sleep. It's just a reality and I'm not going to get to connect with my husband as much as I would like in the evening because I'm going to be so tired. But I know that denying myself of those things, you know, temporarily, eventually babies do sleep, (laughs) some better than others. Um, But, you know, denying myself those things is for a greater good. And I like how you differentiate those. That's really, really helpful. And so you know, I think it makes sense what you're saying, but can you spell out for us if someone's still not quite sold (laughs) um, for us Christian moms, for us followers of Christ who are meant to, you know, take up our own cross each day, like Jesus took up his cross. um, Why do you believe that we're meant to deny ourselves instead of the sacrifice, sort of, you know, lay yourself down in a good way? Um, And then how can we kind of shift our mindset? I know you talk about mindset on your podcast. So how can we shift our mindset around this idea of like, I think I'm denying myself, but what if it's self-sacrifice? What if you're, you know, sacrificing too much? Like, how do you know? What is, where's the line? I think it could be confusing maybe. Absolutely. So I think that, you know, First of all, I feel like there is just grace upon grace upon grace in the infant stages, right? Like we just, (laughs) there is no space you're literally covered in just puke and it's fine, you know? And so I, but I, but I do feel like um, sometimes we kind of drift into toddlerhood and we forget to kind of take ourselves back, if that makes sense, because Mm -hmm. having there's just so much servitude. um, And I think, and it's like the baby kind of rules, right? The baby all the schedule, the everything. But then 
they become a toddler and really there isn't a, it is okay to kind of put a boundary there where, you know, I need to like sit and eat my breakfast hot. I asked you if you wanted, you know, cereal <laughs> and you said no. And so I'm going to finish my food and then I'm happy to be whatever you want. You're not going to starve in 10 minutes. Do you know what I mean? And so right. um, I think that we can very easily, because we're so tired, we can very easily give in to the moment where we're just like, oh, okay, I just sat down with my food, but what do you want? Like, what do you want? So I think that we become this shell of ourselves and we become this martyr for motherhood. And I just, I want to be very clear, like being a martyr for motherhood is not the same thing as being a martyr for Christ. And honestly, I would, I would question yourself or, and, and I'm saying this because I've questioned myself, like if motherhood has become an idol for you, um, or if mm. motherhood is kind of, I'm not saying you, I'm just saying in general people. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> if, good. If really become your identity. And I feel like I had, um, four babies in five years. So like, I absolutely did. Like, I feel like I kind of lost wow. myself, whatever else. And so I think it's important, um, that, we are, um, number one, being really real with ourselves with the season that we're in, right? Like I said, if you are a mom of an infant, then just, you know, grace upon grace, you can turn this off probably because that's kind of a whole different problem. I'm talking about like, once you kind of get out of that haze of like infanthood and you are constantly seeing yourself run completely ragged where you feel this is where like guilt comes up, right? Like, I feel like I can't give enough to my kids. I can't be all the things. First of all, you can't be all the things anyways. But my point being, when you start to realize you're not eating, you're not sleeping, you're not going on a date night with your husband, you're not having a coffee with a girlfriend, you know, whatever, like it might look like for you to fill your own cup. When you are not doing that and you're calling it because of motherhood, to me, you're sacrificing yourself. And like I said at the beginning, which I'll just repeat, sacrificing yourself is to physically, mentally, or emotionally die off or withhold a basic need that inhibits you from fulfilling God's purpose in your life. And so we cannot be all that God created us to be. He placed us in this exact moment, time, you know, place to fill out whatever our mission was in this life. And we can't do that if we're running off a of half eaten peanut butter and jellies. <laughs> So true. Yes. So well said, Stephanie. And the I like the idea of being a martyr for Christ versus for motherhood, because if we lay ourselves down at the altar of motherhood, we can't lay ourselves down for Christ. So how do we do that, though? Like, what does that look like? Let's say on a day-to-day basis, let's say like a random Tuesday. <laughs> it's Tuesday afternoon right now. So on a random Tuesday afternoon, how in your life do you focus on laying yourself down and denying yourself for the kingdom, for Christ, instead of letting motherhood become an idol? So like, what do you do? Like, what is your mindset or any tips you could um, leave our listeners with for just what to do on a random Tuesday? Because that's what I always think of. Like, you know, my husband and I talk about what are we going to do on a mundane Wednesday? Like that's the true test of love in a marriage is right. <laughs> enjoying the mundane Wednesday. So, so what do you do on a random Tuesday when you don't want to completely sacrifice yourself, but you want to be that, that loving mother that, you know, fulfills Luke nine twenty three? Mm-hmm. And so kind of, how do you do that? What does that look like in your life with these multiple little kids that are, yeah, they're really close together. Like hats off to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm impressed. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so here's, here's the way that I think of it. And I try to keep it very simple. Okay. And, um, actually I, on my podcast, I interviewed, uh, Kendra Hennessy from mother, like a boss. And I love what oh, she's, yeah. um, she says that women in this culture, um, are always told you have to be filled. Like you have to fill your own cup so that you can pour out to others. And she calls kind of, you know, whatever on that and says, no, like you deserve, you need to have a full cup because you deserve to have a full cup. <laughs> mm. Like many of us, especially mothers, we absolutely do pour it out to others, right? Like women in general or mothers, we do pour it out. And it is true that if we don't have a full cup, we can't pull it out. But her whole point is like, but girl, you also just deserve to have a full cup because you are human. And first Corinthians 6, 19, 20 says, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God, you are not your own, you were bought at a price, therefore honor God with your bodies. And so I feel like when we are like, whatever, I'm a mom, like I just have, you know, all these things I don't shower, like we talked about all the things we don't do. Um, I think that that just doesn't honor God at all, you know, and I just feel like we need to have a mindset shift. It's not about being perfect. It's not about being anything. It's about checking in with yourself, which is okay. <laughs> it is okay. And listen, mm -hmm. if you are a single mom and like, you don't have a business, you are living, breathing motherhood. That is amazing and wonderful, but you still, you still need to check in on yourself and, and what that looks like. And a lot of times that refers back to my five topics. I talk about my business. How is your marriage, right? Like, let's, I'm not even going to go into a whole self-care talk, but self-care is not getting your nails done and taking a bubble bath. It is going on a date night with your marriage <laughs> or with your husband, maybe going to marriage, marriage. We, my husband and I just went to a marriage conference. Um, oh gosh, I guess it's been two years now, but you know what I mean? Like just finding that time yeah. away to have your marriage be mm -hmm. strengthened. That will bleed over into your motherhood. Um, having, you know, your mindset, right. Do you need to go to, like, I've been in therapy for all kinds of stuff, like just talking 10,000 foot level of just different baggage that you've brought into life as an adult when as you're parenting typically they kind of like you know show like things that we have weaknesses in and what are your finances look like like are you stressed out finances touch everything like do you have a budget do you need to sit down with someone to help you with that um so like just checking in to see what all of the main factors are on your life and are they okay um and if they are then great move forward but we have to stop like being a shell of ourselves for the sake of motherhood, because I just think it's super unhealthy. And the unfortunate part is, is that this culture will like celebrate that. And I, I have a, my sister-in-law is a new mom and she, and I'm like, and she's exhausted, you know, totally, like totally baby's crying all the time. She's so tired. I'm like, listen, if you need help, I will be there. Like I will have the baby come over here and spend the night or whatever. I'm like, unfortunately, this culture is going to praise you to be able to, if you can do it all by yourself, like that's just how it is. Yeah. I feel like moms that like do it all or like the super women moms or whatever, like, I don't know. I feel like culture praises that. And if we ask for help, it's like not okay. Anyways, just can't, it just needs to change. Yeah. I agree completely. And actually my last um, question was going to be about how we can take better care of ourselves this week. And what you just said kind of gave me an idea just to share with everybody listening that a way to take better care of yourself is actually to ask for help because yeah. I completely agree that it you can't do it alone. Like I don't do my podcast, my ministry, my business. Like I don't do that alone. 
I get help from people. I get help from my husband. I get help from friends. I get help from family. I mean, there are people supporting me. I'm not just doing it all. That's a lie. That's a lie that we've been sold and it's not true. We can't do it all. And also we, we are strong through Christ, not through our own selves, but through him. So I just wanted to throw that out there that maybe a way we can each take better care of ourselves this week is to ask for help. And if you have a partner who is willing to help, which probably you do, if you've married a good guy, like usually guys want you to be happy, (laughs) you know, they just want their wife to be happy. And so if you said it would make me really happy to spend 30 minutes alone, um, and then read or listen to a podcast or paint your nails or whatever you want to do. And it's amazing how some of that little time just pouring into yourself is just rejuvenating. And it's not so that you can, like you said, so you can pour out for others, which of course you will, but it's also to just feel like a person, to feel like a person again, to feel good in yourself and feel like yourself again, because it's so easy to lose yourself in motherhood. And I've been there and and it's a fight to not go back there. And so I think um, this week, if you can ask someone for help, friend or family, just to get some time for yourself or on a date, like you said, Stephanie, mm-hmm. I think that would be really a practical bit of advice that I would give. Any last words that you want to leave the listeners with? No, I think that was a perfect bow to this. I mean, I guess I will say, I and I just talked about this also, like, let's also exactly what you just did. I love what you just did. Let's also normalize saying that we have help because yep. it we see perfect, you know, matching kids and the organic food being cooked and this and that and all of these things that all these different moms are doing, but then we feel like we have to do all of those things. And so like, let's say, Hey, I have a house cleaner. Hey, I get my meals delivered. Hey, I have my mom, my parents are super involved and babysit my kids when I need to do whatever. Like let's normalize saying like, we're not freaking doing this all alone, period. Yep. So that's really powerful. What you just did. So no, <laughs> good thank you so much for being here i'm so grateful that you took time to chat with us and i hope everyone checks out your podcast legacy through motherhood because i feel like my listeners could be your listeners and we talk mm-hmm. about similar things and i just love everything you shared and everything we're gonna walk away from this conversation with thinking about and just really i encourage everyone to take action like i know it's hard but you need to ask for help, mama friend. <laughs> Just do it. And it doesn't need to be big. It could be 30 minutes. I need 30 minutes to myself. Probably anybody in your life will offer you that. And you can do it, friend. So thanks for being here, Stephanie. And I know we'll chat again soon. Thank you so much.